The following program was produced by Community Producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the Community Producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Malden. Welcome to 02148. My name is Mike Sharon. I am the host for the evening. It is Wednesday, March 30th, 2022. Um, happy spring, everyone. Easter is around the corner. Uh, the weather's uh, going to start to look really good starting tomorrow. The Red Sox are going to be back in town. The Celtics, the Bruins are hot. Things are looking up, and uh, it's good to be with you tonight. Um, uh, I'd like to introduce my guest for the evening. He's well-known in the city of Malden, and uh, I'd like to have him come on at least once or twice a year. I think he was last here in May of 2021, so he's due to be back. He is the president of Malden Overcoming Addiction and also a friend of mine. Welcome, Mr. Paul Hammersley. Thank you, Michael. It's uh, always a pleasure to be here. When I when I get that call, it's an honor, and uh, I make sure that I'm available for you. I appreciate that. Um, One thing we forgot, we can't forget that Tom Brady's back. I forgot that yes. bit of good news, yes. right? He's not back in New England, but he's He's, he's playing. You're it's good, good with it's that? good for football. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Love Tom. Love mm. Tom. I never really thought he was leaving anyway. Um, good to see you, man. Yeah, right back um, at you. Busy as usual. Busy as usual. Uh, a lot of new initiatives going with yeah. uh, with the work that I do. And, uh, yeah, it's it's... Just like everybody else, we're busy and we're doing great work and we're saving lives. Yeah, and we're we're going to talk about a lot of that tonight. You actually just walked from your weekly meeting. You just came from your yeah. It's a monthly. Uh, oh, the it was the the planning meeting for uh, a couple of events that we have, and I just left there at three fifty Main Street and yep. just walked up here. Fantastic, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, for those that aren't familiar with you or the organization itself, maybe a quick summary on the the origins of uh, Malden. Overcoming Addiction. Yeah, sure. So Malden Overcoming Addiction was, um, there was an ad in the paper back in around 2013 for, uh, it just said if you're interested in, in helping our community for addiction or substance use, um, come to Triangle down on uh, Pearl Street. So yeah. I, I went with, uh, there was four of the people there. The police chief was there. Um, he wasn't the police chief at the time, but he kept Mr. Kevin Mullis was there. Yep. Mayor Christensen was in the room. I went, and there was two or three residents that were just sitting around a table, and uh, we were just talking, like, about the problem. It was right when fentanyl just mm -hmm. broke through, right around 2013, 2014. There was a lot of people overdosing and dying, and we were just trying to figure out what could we do to help our community. Yeah, uh, We continued to meet, and we really had no direction. And one day I just said, let's... um. Let's have an event, and we'll honor the people that we've lost from addiction. And uh, we did a, a vigil at Malden High School back in 2013. That was the first event for the yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. we weren't um a, you know we weren't even uh, a 501c3. We were right. just a, a few people that wanted to recognize and honor folks that we had lost, and um, the response was absolutely incredible. There was 300 people that came out. Wow, yeah. and I uh, th that. then we saw that you know there was a need for, um, you know, to continue the initiative in the city and people rallied around it. And, um, you know, in 2015, we became a nonprofit and on and on it went. And now we run, um, we have an office at 350 Main Street. We have a recovery coach program with this recovery uh, coaches employed. We have a scholarship program where we put people through sober living. We have fundraisers. We do six or seven events a year. We yeah. just had Stigma Day. We were in Malden High School. Um, we're about, to, I'm not going to, no, I can't share that yet. Um, 
I have to let the mayor do that. <laughs> Almost had breaking news. Yeah, here. yeah. I have to let the mayor do that. Um, Speaking of the mayor, Paul's a day job, I guess you would call it. I was it, just going to get to that. So I am also um, the addiction recovery resource specialist yeah. out of the health department uh, in City Hall. So that's my day job. The, um, you know, we, we just, you can walk in City Hall and, and receive services, um, whatever you need. If, if you're struggling with anything, mental health, homelessness, addiction, we can uh, get you where you need to be. So, and it all just... It all melds together. Melds together. Um, the, the, non, the, the MOA is the nonprofit, which right. I do in my off time. Right. Um, and my day job is, is uh, in City Hall. So you're, you know, Out of you're, the you're, at, you're doing this 24-7. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's busy. Yeah. In, but it's, it's needed. Yeah. You know, Mike, um, it's a passion. You know, we've talked about it before. I am a man in recovery. That's so good. it's mm-hmm. near and dear to my heart that, uh, that we continue this because I kind of know both sides of the coin. Right. And uh, you've been quite open about your story. Very open. I mean, I'm I'm a man in long-term recovery and and whatever anyone wants to know, I'm an open book. I I drank and did drugs for more than half my life and uh, it didn't work out too good for me. And and like, I don't live that way today. And we have recovered. We found a new way to live. And, uh, you know, there is hope and people do recover. Well, God bless you mm. for doing that, my friend. Absolutely. Um, so a lot to talk about. You, you you brushed over a few of the programs, but you mentioned the scholarship program. Why don't we start with that? Yeah, so there's a scholarship program. So what that is is um, if someone needed help, we can take them and we pay to put them in a sober living program. So typically someone would go to detox, someone may be having, struggling with alcoholism or substance use disorder, and um, they agree to go to treatment. Yeah. And let's face it, after five to seven days, once you get out, there's really not much left for you, nowhere to go. Mm. You're going to go right back, and you're just going back to where, right. So, you know, we want to see you get to at least the 30-day mark. And then continue from there. So we are, we are grant funded through a bunch of different grants that we get through this fabulous city of ours, the Baird Foundation, Piccolo, Industrial Aid Society. I can go on and on and all the people that support us. And we can take you and put you into sober living. We pay the first four weeks. Right. So you're there for the first four weeks, and it's up to you on week five to pick up the slack. In other words, you get it. you have four weeks to get a job whatever that looks like for you. And we also assign you a recovery coach who can help navigate you in helping guide you through your process, wow. walk alongside you in your journey of recovery, whatever that is, whatever, if you may need medical assistance, we can help you get connected with your doctor. We can help you look for a job, you know, all those type of things. Incredible. Well, mm. you, you just bridged right into the, the recovery coaches, which I wanted to, which is yeah. an incredible program. Yeah. Um, speak a little to that. So we also have um, recovery coaches available for anyone that may just need help navigating their life once in recovery. You may um, be early recovery. You may be struggling just trying to navigate and try to figure out what best is, you know, your next move, where you may go, how do you want to live. And the recovery coaches remove barriers. They're your biggest cheerleader. They... um, can walk alongside you in your journey of uh, of life and just help navigate, you know, help you navigate your own life, and it works out really well. Now, how long are they with you? As long as you want them to be. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we, again, we're grant-funded. Yeah. And we give an hour a week to any individual, and you can split it up, 320 minutes, um, or we can get you to meetings. You know, there's, there's all kinds of things that a recovery coach can do and when you think about it, you know, people do therapy. They might do it hour a week for therapy. But sure. a, re- a recovery coach, uh, a peer to, the peer-to-peer movement is where it's at. All recovery coaches are people that have been in recovery. That's my next question. Yeah. Right. And, and when, you know, people need to hear lived experience. Yeah. That one-on-one with someone, that human connection of this person I'm talking to really understands where I'm coming from. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah. And the peer-to-peer movement is what is going to, um, you know, really, really change the game. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah, for um, sure. Last, uh, last month we had um, uh, Melanie Flynn on mm-hmm. from down from the Malden Warming She's Center. fabulous, yep. Yeah, she's doing great. They're all doing unbelievable work there. And uh, their 
period of assistance and help is, I guess, coming to an end. They, the winter months, they, right. they open their doors. And um, tell us a little bit about the alliance uh, with you guys. So I've been down to Warming Center since day one, since they've opened in one capacity or another. For a while, I was driving the bus, picking people up, just getting them to and from. Um, and, and this year, I would have to start with a different initiative before we talked about the warming center because you wouldn't understand it. Sure. So what has happened, um, the Malden train station has, has uh, as I think we all know, is sort of a hot spot for homelessness, drug addiction. Um, just folks are hanging out there on a daily basis and, you know, maybe making poor decisions. Yeah. And it's tough when residents go through and, you know, they're calling and they may not like what they see or it's a struggle for them to get through without uh, being a little bit fearful. So what we thought was, um, again, peer to peer, let's let's just go out there and, and let's set a table up. Let's put resources on a table and put two to three coaches out there every day wow. and see what happens. So we wrote a proposal. And um, this city accepted the proposal on a pilot program. So we got 10 weeks, and it started last June 28th of 2021. We were going to be out there until September 12th. Pilot. Pilot program. Yeah. Just yeah. Uh, X amount of dollars, pilot program. Let's see what this does. Yeah. We were four weeks in, and the incredible work we did, they, uh, they saw the need, and we were funded through the opera grant. We got, um, we're funded for two years. Fantastic. I have 10 coaches. We're wow. out. Yeah. So now we're out there. We, you know, the numbers we have put endless people into treatment, detox, um, sober living. Incredible. Yeah. There's yeah. been a lot, lot of help that has went on at that train station. We, we have talked to thousands of people. We keep all the data. Ages, you know, on and on it goes. But we literally sit at the station and talk to people. And we give out water and snacks for the month of April. We'll be out at, uh, we're just transferring from the warming center now, which I'll get into. So we started in June at the train station. Yeah. And it got cold in November, so Malden High is good enough to give us their food truck. So we, for the cold months, we parked a food truck at the station, and uh, we have snacks and water, and we just assist people for those three hours that we're out there daily and then for December, January, and February, we transferred into the warming center with the warming center team oh, because perfect. homelessness and yeah. addiction go hand in hand, yeah. and it just melded seamlessly to have recovery coaches in there, not once a week, seven nights a week. Incredible. We have endless, endless people we've helped out of there, and... Uh, it's been a fantastic collaboration. It couldn't have been any more perfect. Malden cares. Malden yeah, cares. It's so impressive. It, it seems like, well, that makes sense. That's where the issue is. Let's go there. But that can be a very tricky situation. You just make, sure can. Right? So you you kind of said there was no we, peer pressure. There was just you, you set up. We your, set up right in the middle of it. <laughs> belly of the beast, as they say. That's, that's the only way. You go right. Amen. You see, right. Re, the art of recovery coaching is meeting people where they're yeah, at. Yeah. And if someone is making poor decisions, that's okay. That's okay. Because everyone needs someone. Sure. And eventually, as you're working with someone, talking to someone, and you're repeating things back to them that they're saying to you, Mike, you know, you, you know so, so what I'm hearing is, you know, you're, you know, you're doing heroin daily, so how is that working out for you? Yeah. You know, we start to talk, and next thing you know, somebody realizes that they need to make a change, you know? Yeah. So it's worked out really well, um, and we've been on scene for a, quite a few um, overdoses that we've saved some people's lives with Narcan, and if we weren't there, those lives would have been lost. And is there a, uh, an association or, or assistance with the Malden Police Department? Absolutely. So it, they they actually love us there. Yeah. So we're down there now, and, you know, there, there's a fine line before we call. But it's it's really good that we're there, and right. they check on us. They drive by if they we give the eye, and they we may need them. Oh, to, oh it's it's absolutely right. it's again seamless. The Malden police have been 
above and beyond. Tremendous. Shout Malden out. Malden Cares, yeah. Men in Blue, yeah. awesome. But yep. Malden Cares started through Mayor Gary Christensen and the Opioid Task Force. We started an Opioid Task Force. That started since I was here. So what, what that is is it's school committee. One is a school committee person. There's a council person. The mayor, the police, myself, Dana Brown uh, oh, is, is on this just from um, a person from the community, sure. Pastor Whetstone, and we meet monthly to discuss um, the opioid epidemic that we're in. So we wanted to come up with the project, and, and I came up with the idea of Malden Cares, and we, we wrote a proposal, and it's all due. It's Everything starts at the top, and Mayor Gary Christensen is the reason why we're doing the work we're doing because he uh, he believes in us and he created uh, the grants. Oh, no question about it. Shout yeah. out to the mayor. You know, I was thinking of that. I haven't had the mayor on since uh, before COVID, so yeah, we're going to reach out soon, Gary. Let me correct. Mr. Mayor, get he, you. He didn't create the grants. He helped us with well, the proposal I'm with sure. the opera money, so it's not city funds that we're using. Oh, right. There's, okay. a, there's a grant that's out there that uh, COVID-related. I don't know if you've heard of the opera funds, but there's I a lot. I haven't. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Um, there was a lot of money that was given just for, you know, things right. like this, homelessness, yeah. addiction, and that's what we're working off. So we'll be out there until a year from September. So we have another 18 months. Good stuff. Yeah. So we'll get, we got to get the mayor on soon. Yeah. Be reaching out to for the sure. office. Um, well, you asked about the warming center. This led into the warming center. Yeah, I'm that's sorry. okay. That's so okay. Malden so Malden Cares now... Being at the warming center for as long as we were um, has been fabulous. We, you know, endless people we got into treatment, and now we're making the transition tomorrow. So tomorrow is the last day. Okay. And, and then back out at- we're back out yeah. with the Malden High food truck starting Monday at Malden train station. Good stuff, my yeah, friend. there it is. Yeah. Um, helping many, many people. Yeah. I mean... And a lot of cities and towns are reaching out, asking us how we're doing it. Because it's not the model we're creating, people are going to want. Just same with the warming center. Like, other towns and cities are reaching out. They're, you know, this this could be uh, something we hope catches on in other cities. You know, Everett, Revere, Somerville, Medford. And this could really take hold. Yeah. It's just the problem's just not here. It's, no, it's no, it's not widespread. And the problem is large. Yeah, um, you know everybody's been uh, and, and rightly so in a sense just saturated with the the COVID yeah. pandemic. But uh, what what's happened um, in in the field and I like of, to say, Mike, we were we were fighting in a a pandemic during the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. this this was going like. The addiction problem we were in we, was an epidemic before the pandemic hit. Sure. So now we had a double whammy, and right. our numbers have went through the roof because when when COVID hit, um, the meetings shut down, everything shut down. Oh, the isolation, the human connection was right. gone. Right, and a lot of people. Um, Not a good recipe for. No, no, no. Um, recovery and isolation don't go well together. No, no. Um, you know, you mentioned uh, the initial first ever candlelight vigil, but that has since been, not to pivot too much, but I just wanted to yeah. remind the folks that it's an annual event. Yeah. Right? Malden High School, and it's it's usually the first or second week in October every year. Okay. Yeah, and we'll be doing that again. Yeah. Um, lots of things that you've just you've got the... So coming up right now, um, we, we usually run an event New Year's Eve called Celebrate Sober. Right. Music, food, dancing. We love to uh, have people in recovery come out, and we love to show that how much fun we can have in recovery without drinking. And it got canceled two weeks before because of COVID. So we didn't get a chance New Year's Eve. You know, all the, the food was purchased. All you know, every, oh, Everything oh, yeah, was yeah. in. Oh, yeah, the and spike of... Uh, we oh. had to cancel like 10 days before. Wow. Be, yeah, so we're doing our first ever... We're calling it a spring fling because everybody's been cooped up and now everybody's going to come out on April 23rd to Club 24. Come right. one, come all. Everyone's invited. We can hold up to 300 people. Um, 
family friendly, kid friendly. Good. And we're just gonna uh, we're gonna dance, we're gonna sing, we're gonna eat. There's gonna be a couple of recovery stories. The mayor will be there. Um, Councilor Murphy provides a water bar. You can get flavored water with umbrellas in them. I mean, you know, it, she makes it uh, <laughs> she makes it a very good event. Awesome. That's yeah. April twenty third. April twenty third, uh, seven to eleven at Club Twenty Four in Salem Street. Fantastic. Yeah. So that's going to be a special night, and right behind that is our big fundraiser. Um, you remember Dominic Desario? Yes. So Dominic passed, and this was his big event. We have our comedy night, May 12th at the Irish American, Thursday night. And this this particular night is going to be um, in remembrance of Dom. And Dom's two favorite um, charities or entities were Malden Overcoming Addiction and Club 24. So all the benefit, the proceeds will go to Malden Overcoming Addiction as well as Club 24. Every dollar raised, we're going to split it right down the middle. Um, Dave Russo and friends, you know, Mr. Paul Gilligan, oh, Mr. Yeah. Dave oh, Russo. Yeah. We've had him on the show. They'll be Paul down. Um, and it's going to, we, that's what the meeting was. I just left. We're planning that. It's going to be, uh, that's going to be a lot of get fun. your tickets now because we had 30 tables and there's 22 tables gone. Uh, and that's at the IA. Yeah. Have yep. you had that at the Moose before or, or no? no? That's, oh, so this is been... the third or fourth annual uh, okay. comedy night. I lose track because we lost two years with COVID. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, so how can people get tickets? They go to the website, they go to Malden Facebook. com. you go to the website, go to Facebook, um, Eventbrite. Okay. It's on Eventbrite, um, or I have hard tickets. Anybody can contact me, or you can contact Malden Overcoming Addiction on their Facebook page. Um, there's many ways to get tickets. Spont- there's still a few sponsorships uh, available. Oh, awesome. If That's people want to do that. Yeah, it's going to be a big fun night. We're expecting yeah. hopefully over 300 people. Yeah. I better get my ticket. Yeah. Sounds like it's selling fast. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Uh, what about the rock and roll night thing you used Interesting. to? Interesting. So um, only if your brother that. comes. What? Yay! Teasing. Um, yeah, so we do something called rock, do that. rock Addiction. MOA Rocks Addiction. That's what we call it. And it, that's always been in November. And we like to bring in um, sort of a tribute act. Usually, like, we've had a tribute of Kiss one night. And the last time we did it, we had uh, Living, Living on a Prayer, Bon oh, yeah, Jovi. Yeah, yeah. They came in. Yep. So uh, we're thinking this year, I've been in talks with... Uh, a band that does poison. So, you know, we're, if I can lock them down, I, I'm thinking about bringing... What's the date on that? We don't... It's not set yet, but it's always in November. It's somewhere around the first or second week of November. Yeah, well... Um, so we're, we're, we're highly, seriously considering that right now. Um, um, if that could be breaking news, because I think, I think we're going to do it. And I'm just waiting on that band to give me the final answer. I've already contacted them, but they couldn't give me the final answer until I think uh, June or July. Well, you should reach out to my brother. The celebration of the who, you know he's... Uh, in, I would he, absolutely... He has, that he has would, that cover. Actually, and my younger brother Mark is in the band as well. Yeah, I would yeah. 100% do that if that was Put something the that would interest them. I would... Uh, they get an hour. Usually the band plays for about an hour. You know, we have like 60 or 70 minutes of... Uh, we bring a band in and we just we just rock addiction. And there it is. Sounds great, man. Yeah. We'll we'll make a big presentation to him. So. That would be f- absolutely fabulous, Gary. If you watch this I'm show, sure I would do love to have you uh, bring the who. Good stuff. Who yeah. are out and about playing now, so that's good news too. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah, and there's there's a lot of great uh, a lot of great cover bands that there are floating is. around. There is. Um, you know, by the way, you did a few years ago when the Kiss Forever came. You donned the the makeup I and, did. and outfit. Yes. You know, I've been yeah. known to. I have uh, those pictures. So. I've been known to 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 jump on stage and yes. give, it, give it my best shot. That one. That was down the IA. That was at the IA. Yeah, that, that's correct. That, that was a lot of fun. I, I gave. I did my speech in a suit. Ran in the back. They put my makeup on and I jumped up on stage. And it was a lot of fun. Good stuff. So yeah. a lot of. A, a lot of activity, a lot of uh, great events coming up Absolutely. for you guys. Um, and then that summer thank you do you do annually as well, right? Yeah, so that was booked yesterday. Oh, okay. So that's called Malden Overcomes Day. 
Um, that's where we just thank the city of Malden for allowing us to, to be here. Okay. And we do a big event at Lincoln Commons. Um, I spoke to Joe Levine yesterday, and we have been issued a permit for August 6th, Saturday, August 6th of this summer. Um, we will, From 11 to 3, we will be at Lincoln Commons with bouncy houses, uh, tents and resources and face painting and slush and ice cream and food and water slides and all kinds of um, kids' activities and games, field, yeah. field games. You didn't lose. Did, did you ever? Did you lose a, a year with that with the COVID? Because that always fell in the summer. Or were you able? No, to we lost one. If it rains, we lose it. Okay. Because we can't do it in the rain. But no, we didn't lose it because of one year we did. We, the very first that year. That first year. We didn't do it last year. We were able to do it. The okay. first year, everything was um, still iffy. And the parks were even still shut down. That's true. They had the they had the tape around the parks. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Everything was shut down the first year until they because remember the. The vaccine didn't come out, I don't think, until... No, no, it, it wasn't It was like October yet. or right. something. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, right, that was the first few months of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we, we did lose a year, but that's uh, that's seven years running, that event. Yeah. That's a fun one. That's a nice, just that's, a big thank you. It's just, just out in the park, and it's yeah. always like 90 degrees. Of course it is. Yeah, oh my goodness. But it's so much fun. Good you stuff, know? man. Yeah, so yeah, for it's sure. Booked. We're looking at a, a fun summer. Um, but seriously, the, the, the work that you guys are doing, it's just so inspiring. We know it's needed. Um, what keeps you going, Paul? What drives you? I mean, do you get tired? Do you ever get home? Yeah. So uh, you, you, it's a balance, Mike. Um, you know, I, I do have my wife at home and my daughter, and uh, the balance is, is tough because so at night I'll shut my phone at 8 o'clock. Yeah, that's a given. I shut. It, I just shut down. You got it. I have to shut it down, but I, I'm up early. Um, what drives me is uh, to advocate for another human to make someone's life better. There's no better feeling. Well put. So, so you know when uh, when, when I'm helping someone else, I think Martin Luther King said it best. You know, what have you done for others? And uh, Someone did it for me. Yeah, you know there was a That's time. Always there. there was a time when uh, I couldn't do it for myself, and I never forgot that. Because if it, you know, they 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 taught me, you can't keep it; you have to give it away. And if you keep it, you're doomed to repeat it. So that's all I live for is just uh, just to help others. And like you said, that peer-to-peer, -peer, mm -hmm. that, that powerful testimony that you've been there in, yeah. in, in these recoveries and whatnot, um, uh, it, it's, it's just so you know all the pitfalls. You know all the mistakes they're making, right? In a sense, everybody's got their own journey. I understand that. But Mike, when someone's talking to me, yeah. I know exactly the, the, when they're lying to me, when there's no, you yeah. know, it's just I've been there. Right. It's, it's Think of it as a game, Mike. The only thing that will ever change. I've been out of the game. Yeah. It'll be, God willing, 19 years in April since I've had a drink or anything mood or mind-altering in my system. So just because I got out of the game, the game is alive and well. The only thing that ever changes is the players. Yeah. That's it. But the game's the same. So when someone's talking to me, I see right through it. I can see it. I can just sense it. I, I know exactly where you're at. I know if you're ready. I know if you're not ready. It's just um, anyone that's been through it gets it. Yeah. You know, so it, it, it comes as a real advantage for me when I'm helping someone. I remember, um, I mean, it's all over the news now mm -hmm. and, and, and fentanyl. Yeah. So I, I, it was years ago that you were on the program. It was early on. You're going, this, this dinosaur, this, this mega monster is here. It's coming. And I hadn't really heard it a lot in the news. And you were, you were talking about the yeah. fentanyl that's, that was added to this addiction it, problem and what was going on out there. It's absolutely. And now that they're putting it, it's, it's in pills. It's, yeah. Wait, it's it. everywhere. And, uh, <sighs> You know, do we know what fentanyl is, Mike? Do, 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 do you Talk know? Talk about it. No. So fentanyl is um, 
it's if you ever had a procedure in the hospital and you might have been put to sleep, there's a concoction called fentanyl and Versa that they give you with an anesthesiologist that kind of stands over you with things on your chest yeah. and he's monitoring right. you on a machine and he gives you just enough right. so the doctor can do the procedure. Well, now that stuff's on the street and people are shooting it in their arm. People are, yeah, and, and it's the strongest, it's a hundred times stronger than heroin. So somehow it made its way to the street and there's no anesthesiologist that no. comes with it. You know, so people are just, uh, they're doing fentanyl. You can, they're buying it online, however they're getting it. You know, um, it's absolutely, it's, it's death. That's all it is, is death. And so Narcan, if we didn't have Narcan. Yeah. So last year, to give you an idea, the city of Malden had 105 overdoses, non-fatal. Out of the 105 overdoses, there was 80-something, 86 Narcan reversals, which means that would have been 86 deaths if the Narcan wasn't available. On top of that, we had 17 fatalities, highest ever that I've seen. That's a lot. And that's only Malden. Because someone wasn't able to, to get the, to them in time or, or well, a different? There's, there's different variants. I don't look at why. I look right. at numbers. Right. And, um, oh, right, right. You know, I'm looking. The numbers are going the wrong way with all the work we're doing. I all as I can saying. say is if we weren't doing this work, the numbers would be a lot higher. But the problem is, is continuing. The problem is here. The problem is alive and well. And, uh, co again, COVID so we had 72,000 deaths across the United States pre-COVID, 2019. 2021, we had 105,000. It went up 30%. That's incredible. Now, if you think about this, just take one second. What stadium holds 100,000 people? I can't, can you, do you know what? Uh, it's some college. Michigan State. Okay. Ohio, yeah. So think of Michigan State and think of it packed in rocket. That's how many people died last year yeah. from an Frightening. From an overdose. Wow. Break it down. Just think of that stadium. In 12 months, every one of those people died. Yeah. That's, that's just tragic. It's mind-boggling. Yeah. Mind absolutely mind-blowing. Like when you really sit and you – but yet COVID will still get all the attention even at the point where we're mask-free – and things are going on the upswing, it's still COVID. Yeah, yeah. The attention isn't where it's supposed to be because stigma is still alive and well. Good point, yeah. No, it is. It's, it's in the hospitals. Um, that people We're getting turned away. I mean, I hate to say it, but that's what's happening. Somebody overdoses, I time it. I send them out of Malden train station. Send them to the hospital. 53 minutes later, they're back on the bench. Wow. So it's 15 minutes to the hospital. It's 15 minutes back. So that means they were in the hospital, but that means getting out of the gurney, going in, there's another five minutes. Yeah. Now you, you give your name, there's another five minutes. Now you're seen, someone put a wrist thing on you, yeah. and all the person has to say is, I want to leave. That's it. Out you go. Because yeah. they look at you different. Wow. You know, you're not in there for a heart attack. You know, so, so the stigma is alive and well. There's a lot we're working on, but we are working with uh, two of the hospitals right now. One of them are ready to put recovery coaches in there because now if there's a recovery coach in the hospital, that person now has someone to talk to. So that person, yeah. that person could get connected with services or not, but with the coach there, that coach is going to take the time to offer resources to the person that may want it. And now that person may not come back to the hospital again because gotcha. the person that you send out with no resources whatsoever may be right back at you in two hours because they might have just used again. Right. You know, so a recovery that coach. That critical period is what you, where it's needed. Crisis that, mode. The crisis mode. That's okay. it. You know, someone, and not everyone will want to talk to a recovery coach. I get it. But it's all about one life, right? Right. You know, what about the right. people that may want help? Yeah. That just can't get it because they're out there. Not everyone wants to do heroin. Right. 
You know, when you're a little kid and you're five, six, and seven years old and you're figuring out, yeah, I want to be a doctor, I want to be a sports player. I, I don't ever remember any of me, myself or my friends saying, I can't wait to put a needle in my arm and be homeless. Of course not. No. No. So it, it just, ha- it, it sort of kind of happens and, and uh, you know, people need help. There's a good person in there, you know, and, and you just got to help them. Just a little guidance. And that's and, what we do. Uh, it's funny when you came in, I don't know if it was on the air or not, but you said, you know, I'm busy, but that's not a good thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Technically, you know, it, it would be best if I, uh, if I lost my job because it was no business. Yeah. Because that, mean, that means, I mean, I'd hate to lose my job, but that means a lot, everybody's well. You know, and, and unfortunately, that's not the case. Yeah. Uh, well, some sober stuff here for sure. Um, I could backtrack a little. We talked about the scholarship program with Dom Desario. I, I wonder yeah. if you'd, you'd take a few minutes and talk about Dom himself and, and what he's meant. Well, Dom, Dom meant, um, so for the people who know Dom, um, there's not much I can say about Dom that isn't already been said. Dom was uh, the best of the best. He was... Uh, a true Maldonian. He was an Edgeworth guy. Um, Dom was also my sponsor. Dom was my treasurer at Malden Overcoming Addiction. Dom was my mentor, my best friend. Um, Dom built Malden Overcoming Addiction with me, yeah. side by side. Yeah. Um, you know, when we lost Dominic, um, oh, and Dom also helped with the Bridge Recovery Center. The Bridge Recovery Center right, would right. not be here in Malden. The work that myself and Dominic put in. Well, we that's a whole other show. Yeah, we can get yeah, into that. Yeah, I mean, we have a plaque of him inside of the bridge. That's the first thing you see when you enter the bridge recovery center. You know, we worked at that for six years, yeah. and we were denied twice. Right. And then we got it, um, and Dom never got a chance to step inside. Ah. He walked through the building with me when we picked the space, because at one point we had to go through Malden, and we were looking at spaces for the bridge. And... Uh, we chose that that particular spot, but he never he didn't. It took uh, you know there was an eighteen month period of build out. Oh, and, sure, sure. And he he got really sick during that time, and uh, he passed on. Um, yeah, Dom Dom just means the world to me to to the organization and uh, why we're we're dedicating the comedy night to him. Um, we had talked with his family, and when Dom died, it was. It's been a couple of years. It'll be two in May. Okay, it has my dad. It was two right, last week. Dad. My yeah. dad, yeah, my yeah. dad died that's on March 24th, um, and Dominic was in May. So that's why we're dedicating this particular comedy night to him because Dominic died in the height of COVID, and we never really got a chance to oh. get together and celebrate Dom's life. Awful. You know, because it was, you know, I think when, when my dad died, they said you can have 10 people. So it's like when you go through that's, your family. Remember, you were going through that. That was the. That's when it was all breaking in March. It was uh, of twenty, right? Listen, he unofficially died of it because that's exactly what happened to him. It was five days. He went, went into the nursing right. home. Once he went in, the caution tape went up. There's this thing. It's COVID. Nobody can come in, and he lasted five days. And, and then Dom had passed right after him, but. Um, both cases, they had said you can have ten. How do you have ten people at a funeral? <laughs> so you're going through your family list. Well, you know, Dad didn't like this one. <laughs> we, he's out. You know, it's it just crazy. You know, and Dom was the same thing. We didn't, we didn't get a chance to celebrate his life. That was so. terrible. A lot, a lot of hundreds and hundreds, thousands of people experienced that. Mm-hmm. Another awful. So we're going to celebrate Dom. Good. That's on great. That night. Yeah. Um, it's just a remembrance of Dom and a comedy night, and he would have loved it, and uh, and that's that. Tough stretch, obviously, not to bring that up, but it's with okay. your dad, and then a couple of months. I love talking men- about Dom. This mentor to you, yeah. And I know you were you got pretty low at that point. Um, yeah. What helped? What 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 helped you at that point? His get wife back on your feet. His wife. Well, I uh, I was going to call it quits. I remember that too. You know, I didn't want to go on without him. Um, I, you know, there was it was really dark. It was hard. Um, you know, and like she, she yelled at me. You know, she really, uh, she gave it to me. Like you, you need to do this for him. Like how, how dare you? Type of thing. Um, wow. 
but at that time you don't you know no. when you're in it when that's when that stuff hits it's heavy and yeah. um yeah dom was everything to malden overcoming addiction and dom wanted no limelight no you never mention me he did he did the books he did the money he just did it all wow and and when he was gone those shoes are very very big to fill yeah um but the inspiration that he created is, is alive and well. So he said to me, he agreed to see me three days before he passed. So I went up to see him, and um, he said something to me that was just profound. He, he said to me, um, let others shine. Because I had to have it, you know, there was a lot of... Uh, a lot of attention would come my way. Yeah. And he was more deserving of it than I was. But he didn't want it. He was a firm believer in recovery to let others shine. So he wanted me to shine because I was doing a lot of work. So Dominic wanted me to shine. And that's what I did. And yeah. so the last thing he said to me was, now it's time to let others shine. It's awesome. It's heavy yeah. and it's hard to do. You know, it's it's uh, so that's what I do. You know, it's about when you asked why I go on. It, it's just about helping others. It's it's he did that for me. Yeah. When I didn't know he was doing it for me, I didn't even know he was doing it. All as I knew was I was getting all this press and all these good things were happening and people were saving lives. But he yeah. he wanted nothing to do with it. Incredible humility. Yeah, just yeah. at its best. Yeah. So that's you know. But he's going to get the limelight and. That night. That's correct. Um, Good. Yeah, he and he deserved it. And of course. Yeah, we're just going to remember him. Yeah. And I love talking about him, Mike, so never ever, you never have to apologize because any time we get a chance to remember Dom good. Is, uh, is, a good, is a good thing. Yeah. So that's always going to be with you. Yeah, always. Yeah. I'll take that one to the grave. Like, yeah. he's, uh, he's with me all the time, for sure. That's going to be a fun night. So, again, that is May 12th. Well, let's back it up. The, the, the Sober Spring Fling right. is April 23rd yeah, over yeah. at Club 24. Uh, kind of just a little bit of a postponement postponement from New Year's Eve. Right, exactly. And then May 12th. Is May the, 12th is the comedy night. Yeah. Is that Saturday night? Maybe. So the Saturday night is the Spring Fling, April 23rd. The comedy night is a Thursday night, oh, a May Thursday. 12th. Okay. And then May uh August 6th will be Malden Overcomes Day, Saturday, Lincoln Commons, uh, 11 to 3. Our website has been totally revamped and updated. Sorry. Awesome. Yeah. yeah so that's MaldenOvercomingAddiction.com. Very easy to navigate, but yeah. it was a long time coming. We just uh, we just had it done. Yeah, good. Yeah, so, it's, so it's, the, very, it's very Yeah, good. it's very Perfect. easy to navigate and very bright and nice to see, and everything we do is on there. Awesome. Please go visit. Uh, we've been scrolling it underneath here, MaldenOvercomingAddiction.com, and find out everything you know about this great organization and ways that you can help. Um, and how are we, How would someone go about that wanted to help to become? Are there are there frequent trainings as far as recovery coaches? How does that work? I can't believe you just asked that, Mike. So yes, um, we run two trainings a year, so it ties in to Malden Cares, because we always are looking for coaches. So right now, Mike, on top of everything else, <laughs> um, I have a recovery coach training coming up as we speak. I just extended the application to April 7th. The academy is going to be June 3rd and 4th, 10th and 11th at the Malden Warming Center. Okay. So if you are a person, Perfect timing. if you are a person and you are looking to be some a recovery coach, if you work in the field or you're in recovery or you just are in a situation where that may improve the quality of your life or others around you, on Malden Overcoming Addiction's Facebook page, you simply go in and you click one of our last posts that talks about the Recovery Coach Academy and you can fill out a form and it goes directly to my phone and you will get an interview so it's an interview process we interview again we have 30 applicants now we're going to take at least 40 and then 30 people will be able to go through the academy but you have to be able to do eight hours four days 
it's, oh, yeah, it's yeah. a 30 it's a hour training. It's a commitment. Yeah. Yeah. It's big commitment. Yeah. So it's uh, again, it's Friday and Saturday, June 3rd, 4, June 10, 11 from you have to be there at 8.30 a.m. and you're there until 5 p.m. and we provide lunch. So it's at the Malden Warming Center. And so, as you said, you can find out all that information on the it's website. On our fa- it's on the website. Yeah. It's on our Facebook page. Yeah. And you can you have till April 7th to sign up if that's something that interests you. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, so that's uh, – I forgot about that. So, thanks. <laughs> a lot of stuff. <laughs> uh, a lot of great uh, information. Information provided on your Facebook page as well. I, yeah. I just quickly, um, like, was leaving work and, and glanced on your Facebook page, and there was, a, you know, this incredible article about. I think it was a fentanyl article about. Yep. You know, not, it wasn't a local one, but it was uh, New York, I think. Was it? Um, actually, it was it was about somebody getting. Someone got caught. Caught. And someone was selling fentanyl. Someone actually just was convicted for over a hundred years in prison for murder. For you know, if you're selling fentanyl, drug dealer. Yeah, if right. you're selling fentanyl, and you, you, you should be put away for life. If you, you know, once you get caught, because yeah. you are literally you're killing people. So Question someone, about. someone, he, this person sold the fentanyl to died, and it was a direct link back to him. And uh, he just got, I think, 124 years, something like oh, that. Oh yeah. yeah, a lot of Life. a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I mean, you're always providing different things and different all the local information. Yeah, anything that means anything, addiction or recovery. Because let's, I'm going to take a piece out of Dominic Desario's. Please world. do. So Dom always, we all talk about addiction, and when you think of addiction, Mike, everyone thinks the worst. Everyone instantly goes to, to something bad. There's a lot of people. Like, I struggle with the disease of addiction every day. But I'm not active. I'm not active with... See, drugs and alcohol are a symptom. Now, there's a lot of people in this world that struggle with the disease of addiction that may not do drugs. It comes in many forms. Drugs, alcohol, gambling, sex, food credit cards, money, whatever that looks like for yeah. folks. Things make people's lives unmanageable and people don't know how to manage their own lives doing a lot of different things. So they're all symptoms. But Dominic would always like to talk about the recovery aspect. There's a lot of people in recovery. Okay, yeah. so it's not all like it's not all bad. Like, we always need to remember that recovery. Well, that helps to lift the stigma that you've been working with. 100%. There's there's a lot of people in recovery that don't talk about it. Yeah. They don't share it. I got you. You know, and it's important that we share the the good news. Like, you you can recover. And and that's where Mayor Christensen um, was really big in my life. I mean, he he gave me a shot, he gave someone like me a chance. Yeah. And, uh, and so that's, that's, you know, everyone deserves a chance, Mike. Of course. Second, third, fourth. Absolutely. Human you, you know, so. Um, Life is messy, as they say. But again, like, it comes in many forms. And, Absolutely. And Dominic was always one to talk about the recovery and how many millions of people recover every day, you know, from, from addiction. So I always want to end, or I don't you know how much time is left, but I like to talk about going out on a high note. Yes. Because uh, recovery is real. You know, I it, like that. It, it put the spotlight on, you know. That's right. Take away from the negative. That's correct. Well, that's right. Let's face it, Mike. Like, you got stigma. We can talk about the guy with the cup. I like to always talk about our front of Dunkin' Donuts, and he's asking you for money. What's the first thing you think of? Very he's first gonna, thing. He's going to go... Get a drink. Get yeah. a, this guy's no. He's up to no good. This guy just needs money. Yeah. To you know, he it might say homeless veteran. What if? What if he's really a homeless veteran and he's just down on his luck, or or she? Yeah. What if they're just down on their luck? Right. So the human element is to judge, right? We sure. That's the human way. Like you look at a person that's walking your way, and your brain makes a quick assessment. If sure. that person has blue hair. And ripped jeans, 
you instantly rock hard. So something goes through your right, mind, right. like and it's it's an it's a quick thing. It's yeah. a judgment call. It's yeah. stigma, yeah. And, and that's the stuff that you know we all need to work on and do better as a society. And that's what Stigma Day is about. So so Stigma Day is going to be a lot bigger next year. So have me on before Stigma Day next okay. year, and I'll tell you yeah, all about it. Yeah, we just missed it this, this, this time around. Which yeah, it's, it's, right? it's going to be a big deal next year Good. Like, from this moment forward. Good. Yeah. Well, we are ending on – well, we got about 10 minutes left, and uh, I'm glad you brought that, that uh, positive light, too, that there is – uh, hope for people out there. You're living proof of that. Yeah, I, for sure. I thought, and we've been talking a lot of a lot of serious stuff tonight. I thought, um, I think the last time you were on, just to before we end tonight, we we had discovered previously. This is just. I thought I'd bring a little frivolity to to tonight's program as well. Paul and I were on a baseball <laughs> team together mm. in Little League. Ten. Right? It was ten, nine. Uh, it was it was the the Giants. That's, That's right. all I Mr. know. Mr. D. But we, as adults, didn't realize it, and for some reason we were talking about the glory days or whatnot, and I said, "Yeah, I played on a little league team and the Giants." And I'm like, "Yeah, I played on the Giants," and I'm like, "What are you kidding me?" Like, yeah, we're about the same age. It's seven, 1977, 78, mm-hmm. and um, so be it. I, I, I can't have to keep stuff from back then i found an old picture where there we are of our championship team and i'm like there is paul anderson pearl street stadium yeah 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 it's funny Wait. you know you look back at those days right i didn't know your last name you were on my team like if for some reason i i didn't make that connection when i ran into you as an adult i didn't even because what was that 40 years ago mike yeah, uh, 45. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's so amazing you didn't know my last name because I was probably the best player on the team. Maybe. <laughs> I, re- I remember Stevie Nolan and, and, and you know, I re- just... I thought we'd have a little fun tonight because... Uh-oh. We've been talking about serious stuff. And I just happened to... I'm scared. Old, I'm scared. Raid the old uh, trophy case. Ooh. <laughs> and... Uh, Sadly, these are the only occupants in the trophy case. But, uh, wow. 1977. We were champs, buddy. Yeah, that's amazing. Isn't that incredible? That's just... Uh, They're falling apart. They're a little dusty, but... Uh, what a memory. 77. What a memory. What is that? 80, 45? 87, 97, 07, 17. Yeah. Isn't that something? This year will be 45 years. Does that bring back some memories? The, Who was our coach? Mr. D. Dick Glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mr. D. Uh, wow. That was so much it's fun. Falling apart. See? It was Pine Banks. And I get to brag. What, what were the parks we played at? It was all Pearl Pine Street. Pine Banks. And Pine Banks. Pearl Street, too. That's where the picture was taken. Oh, yeah. The team picture was That's at right. Pearl Street. That's with right. The, yeah. We practiced down there quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Pine Banks was big for us. Mm. Wow. Isn't that nice? Yeah, but do you uh, have the picture? I didn't bring the picture, but we, we've shared that picture, yeah, though. I should have yeah. brought, brought it for That's tonight. That's a picture, but, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm looking at, you kind of remember some of the folks, but so long ago. We were we, 10, or might have, it was 9 or 10. You're a little, well, I, yeah. You're a little I'm 55. Okay, I'll be 56 50. next I week. Was, I was 12. So, so I might have been 10, or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. Young. We were young. Yeah. What, what year was that? 77? 77. I was 11. I was Isn't 11. that good stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then I went on to the Colonels. Where, uh, where'd you go? Uh, where did I go? Yeah, Flames. Uh, I, I suffered an injury. Had to. Uh, uh, I, really? I, yeah. I, you know, I'd be playing for the Red Sox if, if things weren't my way. Yeah, you were, you were, you know, no. <laughs> you had flames behind your back when you ran. <laughs> um. But yeah, I thought that would be a little fun tonight to to reminisce about that because um, most of the stuff we've been talking about is serious and heavy. Yeah, and, yeah, sure is. Uh, the work you do is is uh, is inspiring, my friend. It's amazing, and the city is going in the right direction. Um, yeah. When I look down the street and see all the new buildings and the new businesses, and incredible. I mean, Mike, we can go on and on. This place is uh, this is the Hoppin'. place to be. Yes. You know, from from when that picture, from when those trophies were. Yeah. When they decided back then to put a building in the middle of Pleasant Street? Come on. <laughs> Come on. 
<laughs> yeah, but you wouldn't trade your childhood for anything. Never, right? never, right? no, of course not. Jordan Marsh, come yeah. on. Why, why weren't we city champs? You, you remember? I remember. Yeah. We lost. Yeah, okay. We lost to the White Sox. You don't remember that? I blocked it out. That was a heartbreak for me. That, that, that was my first set of trauma. Boy, I'm sure that the audience is loving this part of the program. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, you know what? Maybe they should because it just goes to show you that old friends rekindle and then do good work and look at what we're doing now. Well, you're doing, my friend. No, we. Right. You're bringing the show. Like, we're giving our time. We're bringing a message. You know, without this show, the message doesn't get out like that. So, Mikey, I thank you for doing the show. Uh, thank you for coming on, man. You're Absolutely. always welcome, and, and I'm going to have you on again soon. Um, lots going on. Let's. Uh, we got a few minutes left. Make sure everybody knows about uh, the Sober Spring Fling, uh, April 23rd, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, over at Club 24 on Salem Street. Correct. Uh, then May 12th, which is a Thursday night, the big MOA comedy fundraiser. That's right. Uh, that will uh, honor Dom Desario's memory. And then you can add now June 3, 4, 10, and 11, the Recovery Coach Academy. That's right. Which we're still That's taking right. applications until April 7th. So you can go on social media from Alden Overcoming Addiction or our Facebook page. If that's something that interests you, you can put an application in. And then it will be August 6th for the Malden Overcomes Day at Lincoln Commons. And after that in October, I don't have the date, but we will have our 8th annual uh, vigil at the high school where we will honor people we have lost due to the disease of addiction. And then we'll start all all over again. Yeah. And we'll just complete the cycle. We just keep going. Mm. Thank God you're out there. Thank God the organization's out there Thank and all you. the folks uh, uh, that are doing God's work, for sure. Oh, and we forgot, uh, November, we got to put uh, your brother on the spot because we want to bring the Who to MOA Rock and Addiction at the Irish American where we're going to have another fundraiser and we like to bring We are putting the, uh, him on the spot. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I hope, I'm sure he would be uh, interested in doing it. It's a matter of... If if he's if he's not out with the mothership, I was, I was just going to say extreme, uh, that that could uh, happen. Yeah, so yeah, definitely pose it to him. You get on the horn with him. Yeah, um, sounds good, Paul. Uh, not to put you on the spot, we got two minutes left. If you had a message out there, what would it be? The folks struggling, maybe watching the TV right now. You know, if if um, if you're struggling and you and you're watching, please reach out to myself on any various social media sites that are tied to Malden Overcoming Addiction, the City of Malden's website, cityofmalden.org. You can go into the health department, and I'm on there. Uh, my phone number is 781-838-2203. Um, give me a call. Let's talk. We can we can get you the resources you need. We can get you right where you need to be. Um, I would love to talk to anyone. And even if, even if you're a parent... We also have a meeting the first and third Mondays of every month called the Bridge to Hope. Oh, that's a great. It's it's piece uh, of it, it, yes, it's a family support group for any family member that is struggling. If if you have a family member or someone you know that is struggling with uh, substance use disorder, you can come to our meeting. It's a great meeting. It's great information because families, um, let's face it, families struggle the most. Yeah. When when you have a loved that one that's hurting, system. you you just don't know what to do. So the first and third Monday of every month, the Bridge to Hope Family Support Group meets at two thirty nine Commercial Street at the Bridge Recovery Center. That's the other thing we're doing. Thanks for being here, buddy. Pleasure. Good to see you. God bless you. Always uh, your a pleasure. Work is inspiring. Thank and, you. Uh, keep at it. Absolutely. Malden, I hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Remember, once you choose hope, anything is possible. This man, Paul Hammersley, offers hope uh, to the folks he helps um, and is blessed to help. So we're all thankful for that. Um, We'll see you next month. God bless. Good night, Malden.